0: Welcome to our Spiritual Resilience Podcast with Reverend Rich Taffel, a transformative leader and executive coach in areas of public policy, social change, and spiritual entrepreneurship. We understand that today's life and social challenges require a more holistic approach, including spiritual tools, thoughtful dialogue, and of course, community building. Join us in the conversation. This past week I joined my fellow ministers in our denomination for a day to check in and see what's going on and basically to support one another and one of the big issues raised by ministers was their concerns that political divisions among their members in their church were literally ripping families apart and congregations were also suffering and then After that, uh, a study I noticed came out an article in the New York Times that showed that divisions among Americans politically now are more similar to battles between religious groups around the world, uh, primarily in the Middle East. The report concluded that in our country, it's the antagonistic feelings between the groups more than differences over ideas that drives sectarian conflict. that's here in the United States. So I'm sure you've experienced some of this. Uh, We are really aware and something we've talked about the church here at Church of the Holy City before, but we just no longer just disagree with our political opponents anymore by saying, well, listen, I disagree with you on the issues, but I still respect you. Instead, we see political opponents as the enemy. They're evil. Um, I still find it stunning the fact that parents today are more concerned their kids will marry someone of a different political party over other categories. In the past, you'll remember it was race, it was religion, it was sexual orientation. We've made strides in a lot of those areas, but our political identity has actually increased and the divisions between those political identities are worse than ever. Another key measurement of a democracy is that when you lose an election, you're willing to say, I lost it, I'll come back next time. But in our last uh, number of elections, we've had the side that loses say that it was fraudulent and I don't accept the results. And our democracy only works when we agree to concede. And so we're losing that as well. And each election now becomes a battle of good versus evil, and those people on the other side need to be dehumanized. Uh, We know that when that happens in a culture, when you begin to dehumanize the people you disagree with, it ends up in violence. And we're on that path. So it is a very critical moment for us. What we're also finding in um, a recent study by the group More in Common is that we don't really know each other anymore. Um, There was studies of misperceptions of people from the other side. And in three areas that I found fascinating was that uh, we didn't really understand each other. The first is partisanship. The more partisan you are, either on the left or the right, the more distorted your views of the other side would be. Second area was the media. The more the media you watch, the more distorted your views of the other side are. And then a real surprise to me about the role of education, uh, formal education among progressives, the higher your education, the more distorted your view of the other side. On the, among Republicans, it was the opposite. Those without a high school education had the most distorted views on par with well-educated progressives. So that means that the old virtues that we would say about get politically involved, get involved with your politics. eh, Maybe it's not so good. We've always said, educate yourself, watch the news, read the paper, you know, fill yourself with facts. That seems to be going in the wrong direction. At least some of the information we're getting on social media and on cable news. And then finally, I've always thought education would be the uh, ultimate that would help people be more better citizens and understand people better but it's actually moving in the wrong direction so those are some really big differences that are taking place and i believe this misrepresentation of each other is really the most important issue of our time because as i said the demonization has a very dangerous path Uh, politics is the arena where we can address conflict peacefully when we can uh, it can be very dangerous Now, don't get me wrong. Having political views is great. Fighting for your cause is wonderful. But hating those you disagree, well, that's not Christian. Christians have a unique responsibility when it comes to finding peaceful solutions. We, who claim to be Christians, follow a teacher who told us not to judge others, but to be aware of our own sin first and refrain from, as we read in the gospel today, throwing stones. Jesus commands us to forgive others, as we read today, also 70 times seven. And if that's not hard enough, Jesus instructs us that we're to love our enemies. Swedenborg, in his insights this week, he describes that God loves diversity. In fact, at one point he describes heaven and says, as each new person transitions into heaven, heaven becomes more complete as it becomes more diverse with different people, which I think is a beautiful image. So we have this teaching from Jesus. We have insights from our tradition. And I believe the wisdom of Jesus offers us strategies for how we might engage with people we would call our political enemies today. What can we do? What's practical? How can we do it? So I I came up with eight ideas that I thought would be practical that that we could actually engage with. Um, based on our faith. And the first is that we start with remembering we are all created in the image of God. The person who you're looking at, the person that you're angry with, the person that you, you want to wring their neck, that person was created by God in God's image, and God loves that person. Paul wrote, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. We are all one in Christ. That hasn't always played out in reality. We know that historically. But the idea that we should respect other people because they're on a spiritual journey is in our tradition. We are so much more than our politics. And we have to rehumanize people who don't vote the way we do. That person we want to declare as evil shares some very human things in common with us. Maybe it's the love of their spouse or their child or their grandchild. They have a different view of how the country can best move ahead. But we have a lot in common, and we can look for that and get beyond just the things that we have not in common. The second is taken from the text today. We have an obligation to practice forgiveness. We have to recognize from the wisdom of Jesus that we all sin, We all offend people daily, often without knowing it. I have offended you at times, all of you in some way. Sometimes you might say it, but most times you let it go by. So we're constantly in need of forgiveness. Again, even when we're not sure we're making mistakes, we're all a work in progress. When we get really angry about another person, it is a alarm within us that says, Reflect back on your own shortcomings. None of us is perfect. We all need forgiveness, and we need to forgive others. The third is that command that's so dramatic from Jesus. Love your enemies. As soon as we declare someone our enemy, we must recognize we are commanded to love that person. Now, you can decide if you take Jesus seriously or not, But you can't say you seek to follow Jesus and hate your enemy. Well, we're all trying, but you can't say that that's the model that you're going to work with. You can hate your enemy, but you can't say that you're doing it as a way of following Jesus. Now remember, loving your enemy is not loving their position or their opinion. It's loving them. The fourth idea I had was that we need to engage in practicing empathy Uh, we know that shaming which is what we usually try in the political arena does not work i can't remember the last time someone shamed me and i thought well good point (laughs) Uh, thanks for the shame i'll change Um, no um the truth is if you lived where the people that you disagree with lived and you grew up the way they did and read the news they do and had the social media that they had it's very likely you would share their beliefs. They have come to that through a whole ecosystem of information and communities and demographics. Um, and if you have no idea how others come to their conclusions, you have to invest time into learning. Um, listen to their podcasts, reading their books, going to their websites and consider this work a spiritual practice. Fifth, become curious. And hint, I don't mean by asking people who they voted for as your first question when you meet them. That is not a good question. Get to know people outside of politics. Search hard for the topics where you could see their perspective. It is a real art, but most of us disagree on 20% and we agree on so much more. But the two political parties thrive by talking about the differences. That's their strategy. The media knows that those topics drive viewers. Social media is a money machine based on gaining our attention, often through conflict. So fight that urge and look for what you have in common. If you can find something in their politics that you have some agreement, that's an amazing way to begin a conversation on common ground, it doesn't have to be either or. Six, listen and repeat. It's very hard work to really listen to people, particularly when you disagree. You can just begin the practice of repeating back to them what you think you've heard them say Uh, people want to be heard now i've done this exercise with people who are so angry and they so want to argue with me that when i repeat back to them what they said they literally argue with their own words in other words they're just in a contrarian state but after a while they realize they're being heard so don't give up keep listening Seven, embrace paradox. The spiritual life is a life of paradox. It embraces nuance and complexity. Our our culture keeps trying to force us into binary choices. Don't take the bait. Embracing paradox means we can hold different views at the same time. We do it in our faith. Jesus was man and God. We're bringing heaven to earth. God is love and wisdom. Faith is complex, and so is creation, and so are all of us. Allow for people to be complex and allow for your own complexity and nuance. And finally, my eighth suggestion is pick your battles carefully. You don't need to engage in every debate. One of the ministers in the meeting suggested this advice from an an old radio host that maybe you heard Bernard Meltzer years ago, long since passed. But he did have a lovely quote. He said, before you speak, ask yourself if what you're about to say is true, is kind, is necessary, is helpful. If the answer is no, maybe what you're about to say should be left behind or unsaid. So yeah, hold on to your key values. This is not about relativism. It's not about giving up what you believe. And we don't wanna make peace with oppression. But if you fight on every issue, you will burn out and you will also be in a constant state of combat with those around you. So next time that you meet a person who is your political enemy, recognize that God has given you a spiritual teacher. Engage them for what they can teach you. This is not easy work. Speaking from my own experience, the ability to follow Jesus on the path of peacemaking, in my opinion, can only be done through the power of God working in our lives. It takes that kind of power. Peace is not normal. It is made. That's why we say peacemakers. The ability to empathize, forgive, and place others first is our spiritual practice over a lifetime. This work requires deep humility and it requires courage But the world needs it now more than ever, and Christians should be leading on this. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Spiritual Resilience Podcast with Reverend Rich Tafel. We invite you to reach out to us with your questions and comments, as well as proposed topics for discussion. Sending you love and light. Till next episode.